Welcome to Ecclesia Principles, a biblical strategy for believers to engage in God's design for government with Ray Eppard. Hello, glad you could join us again today. This week we've been looking at the Lord's Prayer and how that relates to the Ecclesia. We've talked about that the Ecclesia is sent by God, if you would, our assignment, our purpose, is to extend the rule of God's kingdom. Our, our purpose is to increase the, the ways and places that the will of God is being done on earth as it is in heaven. That's our purpose. That's our assignment, if you would. Now, in Matthew chapter 6, let's read verses 9 and 10. In this manner, therefore, pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And with this, we've talked about also the ways that we implement the will of God in the earth. You know, uh, I made a statement the other day that, you know, I said a lot of people, they're not saying this, but how they function says this, that, well, I'll pray for the will of God to be done, but I'm not going to try to do anything to make it happen. And ultimately, that's our assignment, is to increase the areas where the will of God is being done. That's our assignment. That's our purpose. Now, with this and talking about how we do that, we've referenced the fact that the Bible tells us that we are ambassadors for Christ. This is not a militaristic operation. Uh, th this is not a, a, a control of other people because God gave people a will. He gave Adam and Eve a will. They ate of the tree. He didn't kill them physically that day. Just, you're done. No. Now, spiritually, sin separated them from God, and they died spiritually. And as uh, one translation of, uh, of Genesis there says, that God told them, in dying, you will die. See, the wages of sin is death. They, sin calls them to be separated from God that day. If you would, the uh, one definition of spiritual death is being separated from God. Matter of fact, uh, the word death, it, it would be better from a biblical standpoint to always think of death as a separation. Uh, spiritual death, separation from God. Physical death, the separation of the spirit from the body. Death is about separation. It's, it's being separated from its life source. Physical death is when the body is separated from its life source. The body without the spirit is dead. Death is the separation of something from its life source. Sin separated Adam and Eve from God. 
from their life source. Our sins separated us from our life source. But thank God, Jesus died for us. And when we accept him, we're brought back to God. We're brought back. He who has the Son has life. We get our life source back when we accept Jesus. And we're no longer spiritually dead. We have life in Christ. But with that, as, uh, as the ecclesia, how do we implement that will? Now, with this, we talked about a little bit yesterday about self-government. Now, here's the thing. We have to understand the difference between liberty and freedom. See, now, if you look up the word liberty, you look up the word freedom. Most of those words that they use to define those two terms are the same. And in all honesty, most people think of them as being equal. But they're not. They are not equal. There is one big difference between liberty and freedom. And that is under freedom, you will typically find a, a, a term that either this term or something similar, unrestrained. You do not find that as a part of the definition of liberty. Liberty is not unrestrained. The way I like to use it in this analogy is liberty is freedom within a framework. We are a free people within a framework. Freedom, there's an aspect that that is unrestrained. And really where I want to go today in, in talking about the Ecclesia is laws and morality. Because so many people, uh, the world, let me put it another way. <laughs> and, and I'm not saying everybody fits into this category. I'm talking about the source, the source. I'm not saying everybody that says this is like this. I'm just saying the source of the idea that our morals should not be in our laws as a nation comes from the parts of our nation that are in rebellion against God. That's where it comes from. Now, there are people that have bought into it. They have been, I'll call it, deceived. I was deceived at one point on all of this. I thought, no, we're not supposed to do that. But I began to realize some things. I began to realize that let me put it this way. Every, vir or virtually, every law is a statement about morality. If we're not to put morality into our civil laws, then why is perjury wrong? That's a moral value. 
Why shouldn't a person be allowed to lie under oath? Well, that creates a problem. Oh, yeah, yeah. Immorality creates problems. Why, why is it a crime for a person to commit murder? That's a moral value. Now, they have adjusted it some. Uh, they're fine with killing people that are still in the womb. But see, all of those things are moral judgments. Laws are about morality. Most laws are about morality. Now, let me put it another way. We have an aspect of our culture that is in rebellion against God, and they are trying <laughs> to legislate their immorality. It is, they're, they're legislating their immorality, the things that they believe that they should have the, and here's, here's a critical term, I should have the freedom to do. Again, we have to remember the word freedom and liberty are two different things. Our founding fathers and our documents deal more with liberty than with freedom. What we have, if you would, in the kingdom of darkness, the, the aspects of the world that are in rebellion against God, they want to be unrestrained. <laughs> they want to be unrestrained. They do not want God setting boundaries for their life. They don't want anyone setting boundaries for their life. That's not liberty. That's unrestrained freedom. And our nation, one of the things we've got to understand is our nation isn't really about freedom. It's about liberty. In other words, that, that those boundaries are, I have to respect your liberties. But over here, we want to be unrestrained. Therefore, if you have a different opinion than me, you having that opinion inhibits me. So therefore, you can't say your opinion because that restrains me. My freedom is restrained. No, under liberty, I have the right to express my views, even if you don't like them. But you also have the right to express your views if I don't like them. See, that's liberty. That's freedom within a framework. I, I, it may bother me. I may not like it. I may feel bad because of what you say about me. But I don't have the right to restrict you so that I can stay unrestricted. And you see, that's really what we're dealing with in our culture right now. We, we've got to understand 
that laws are expressions of morality. And so when somebody says, oh, you can't legislate morality, that's what all of them are, virtually. That's what all of them are. You know, speed limit, maybe not. <laughs> you know, that's just a, a term that, that is set by, by humanity. But a whole lot of laws, they do establish the morality. They are stating what is right and what is wrong, what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. And we have to, and again, I just, I just want to say this again, because we need to understand that what, what the areas that are in rebellion against God are talking about, they are not fighting for liberty. They're fighting for freedom. They're fighting, fighting to be unrestrained. And if you have a viewpoint that restrains them or even makes them feel restrained, then your liberties have to be given up. That's where we're at right now. And so the bottom line is we've got to understand if we're going to maintain our liberties then our values have to be put in the laws. Our morality has to be put in the law. Because otherwise, we're going to have a group of people that their whole objective is to be unrestrained. And that side right now is driving the agenda. And let me put it this way. It's not creating the will of God on earth. God bless you. Join us again next time. You've been listening to Ecclesia Principles with Ray Eppard. Follow us on YouTube and Facebook on our Ray Eppard pages. This program was brought to you by Victory Worship Center and World Outreach. Services Sunday, 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock, 200 Hammond Lane, Stanton, Virginia. To everything, there is a season, a time to plant and a time to harvest. Ecclesiastes 312. Augusta Seed is an independent, family-owned and operated seed company located in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. They provide quality seed, first-class genetics, and affordable prices. Get your seed and start planting today. Contact Augusta Seed online at augustaseed.com.